Wipe Your Lens podcast aims to inspire and empower working moms, helping them find fulfillment and purpose and confidence through their photography side hustle. Whether you're just starting out or seeking guidance to take your existing photography business to the next level, this podcast will be your trusted companion, providing guidance and encouragement every step of the way. So get ready to unleash your creativity, embark on entrepreneurship while capturing beautiful moments with the blessings of strong faith, family, motherhood, and business ownership. So go charge those camera batteries, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and your pen and paper, and let's get started. Hey there, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host for Wipe Your Lens podcast, Kim Stewart. And today, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for listening in. I honestly had so many doubts of starting this podcast and it's been so fulfilling just reading your comments and just people that have come over to the Wipe Your Lens Facebook community. Um, I'm loving it. It's not much of a, many of us there, but I do appreciate the ones that are there. Love you guys so much. And I thank you for the comments, the questions, everything. Anyway, I'm actually doing this podcast on an, at an, at night. It's evening time right now. And usually I go ahead and record on the, in the daytime on the weekend, but it's actually at night. I just wanted to get on and try something different. So anywho, it, we are on episode 16 and the topic is how to stay successful in your photography business. So basically staying successful in your photography business or in any business requires a combination of keeping up with your skill, keeping up with your business and having a strong customer focus. So here are some tips to help you go ahead and maintain and grow your photography business and stay successful in it. Number one, continuously improve your craft. I always say practice, practice, practice. I take at least one photo a day, whether it's an artsy, creative photo, or if it's just a photo of me taking a picture of my notes, I still have to compose it, still have to make sure it's focused, but I practice my craft in some way, shape, or form every single day. Whether I post it or share it, that's up to my discretion, up to my discretion and yours too, but I always practice my craft and especially if I pull out my DSLR camera, I'm definitely practicing taking some shots and trying some new things, angles, whatever it is. Number two, develop your unique style. You probably already have a unique style, but people change, seasons change, things change all the time. Sometimes we get complacent in our style. Sometimes you want to switch it up a little bit, get a little bit more creative, try something new. It's always nice to go ahead and um, have a project, especially on downtime if you don't have a whole bunch of photo shoots. And I even mentioned last week that I was feeling a little bit down and I kind of figured out why I was feeling down. I didn't have any photo shoots scheduled that week. So I was feeling kind of down and out because of that, because it's a different vibe for me, because I always feel like every weekend I usually have photo shoots and that weekend or that week I didn't. It's still, you know, daylight after work. So I would come home and have a photo shoot during the week or on the weekend. I didn't that week and I felt, I couldn't figure out why I felt so bad. I should have embraced and enjoyed the downtime that I had, but no, I kind of sulked in it like I didn't have anything. And the main reason I want to say 
why I was probably down and out was because first of all, I shouldn't even done that podcast while I was feeling that way. I should have got out of it first. I thought I was, but I sat down, prayed and actually read the Bible and I read my devotionals all the time. I try to do it every day, but you know, sometimes I miss a few days here and there, but just pull out the Bible. It wasn't a devotional. I pull out the Bible and read it and it was on my phone, but just going to the Bible app and reading some verses that helped me so much. And that's what I need to do on a daily basis. Now, ever since I did that and I got out of my funk, oh my gosh, I'm like, oh, in addition to my devotional, I see for me, I need to read scripture, my own scriptures as well and go ahead and do that for myself not somebody picking out a devotional for me me reading it that's great too because it is still bible it is still the word but um that's something that i really need to do so anyway back to number two developing your, your unique style like i said you probably already have your unique style but sometimes people change sometimes you want to switch it up sometimes you want to do something different and that's perfect for when you have downtime you could go ahead and um, create a project it could be a project on um, a certain theme or a certain creative style that you want to try you might want to do all like it's fall right now so all these nice fall colors or something or who knows whatever it is that you want to do go ahead and develop your unique style and I think this is a great time for me to let you know that I do have a Facebook community a Facebook group it's the 52 week um, challenge 52 week photography challenge and every week 52 weeks of the year we have a certain theme and we go ahead and take pictures and we're all creative about it and take a picture of that theme I think this theme we're actually in prayer and meditation just started today prayer and meditation so um, last week I believe it was fall the week before that was water so anything that has to do with water and people had some really cool photos like someone jumping into water like right before the splash and I could just looking at the photo I could hear the splash <laughs> you know just looking at the photo I could hear the splash I just get joy of watching looking at everybody's photos and the creativity that comes with the themes that are presented is really really fun so please go ahead and join that of course it's a free facebook group i think we have like compared to my other facebook group this one has like 400 plus members in it and it's just really fun so number three moving on number three provide exceptional customer service client experience is golden Cli again client experience is golden you want to have exceptional client experience for your clients because word of mouth is usually the best way to get more clients. To book more clients, word of mouth is the best way. You get post, have a strategy, all this, all these things, but word of mouth. I mean, if you're a wedding photographer or if you've done a wedding or gone to a wedding, you see the photographer, people are like, oh, you're so good. They haven't even seen your photos yet, but they're like, oh, you're so good. My friend is getting married. You can get more clients just from being at a wedding taking those photos because usually the bride and groom have friends that are about to get married as well and they want to book you just because they see that you are making the bride and groom happy or making the guests that are there at the wedding happy you're vibing really well and it's your personality so people really fall in love with you before they even fall in love with your um, product or service that you're giving because they 
feel like they is that like no trust factor also of course my wonderful quote that i love from my angelo is that people oh goodness of course i forget it <laughs> of course i forget it people don't remember what you did or what you say they remember how you make them feel that's what they remember how you make them feel and it's funny that's i'm even talking about that because think about what it is people say about you all the time what is your secret sauce what is it that people compliment you on that just kind of pretty much goes over your head because you're so used to people saying that to you i'm used to people telling me and it has nothing to do with photography um, Kim, you're so bubbly. Kim, you always know how to brighten up a room when you walk in. Or Kim, you always are the one that, you know, gets people excited, hypes them up. Or, um, oh gosh, not referee, but keeps everybody, you know, cool and together, whatever it is. I really don't even remember the words, but ask, ask a few people like, hey, name three words that describe me and see what they come up with. Ask like five to 10 people that name three words that describe me and see what they come up with whatever they all say that is the same thing that's your secret sauce that's what you do so if that's your gift your god-given gift that you think is so easy and just comes so natural to you that you don't even think of it as a gift that's your secret sauce you should bank on that with your client experience make sure that you include that and for me like i said it's making people feel comfortable interacting with people making them feel safe um making them feel included things like that is my secret sauce so i always love to do that especially if i have a family i'm photographing a family and it's the one quiet daughter or one quiet son i always try to make sure everyone feels included everybody feels as special as the other so provide an exceptional client experience number four build and nurture relationships again number four is build and nurture relationships cultivate strong relationships with your clients with fellow photographers with industry 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 professionals like um, florist wedding planners if you're a wedding photographer with boutiques that can actually clothe your family um, clients um, or your headshot clients or whatever it is networking can open doors to so many things collaborate I think I told you all that I am I'm finally in this collaboration now we have I've collaborated with a company that is local and I'm loving it um, that way you can get referrals from people like I say word of mouth is golden Word of mouth is golden. So if you have um, the people that you're collaborating with or people that you are building these relationships with, think of you, the first person they think of when their friend or client of their own needs a photographer, that is golden. So stay active in your community, stay active in photography community. Try to attend a lot of events where you're getting exposure, where people are seeing you, get engaged. Number five, diversify your offerings. Now I know I've said it before, I think it is very wise, I've been told by this from um, one of my photography mentors that I had before, to stay in your niche because it's hard to stay in your niche, especially if you're a well-rounded photographer and you're a person that has, you know, so many skills and wants to do so many things. Try to stay in your one niche for a year, then venture out and do other things. Before I went ahead and niched down for that one year, I was doing everything. I tried pet photography. I tried, um, what else? Newborn photography. 
I tried everything everything I tried everything and I knew what I loved I knew what I didn't love so what I loved was family photography and couples and even my mentor said okay don't do both because it's kind of very different family photography and couples just do the one with family photography I got mom and dad usually and that's your couples so go ahead and just niche down and be a family photographer just leave it as that and go ahead and niche down for a year and it helped so much because everybody knew me because I said this is what I am family photographer they knew me as family photographer and that's what I niched down and that's what I booked and I booked out so well just doing family photography and still people know me as the family photographer so I can kind of venture out and do other things so what I've included is doing a little bit of senior photography um, I really don't do just couples it's usually couples that have families and I've done them for anniversaries or something like that but um, seniors I'm venturing out on and I'm actually doing a little bit of branding now people have called me exclusively for some headshots as of late and I'm just not putting it together I don't know why I didn't think about it before like huh I should put in there headshot photographer too or think of myself as one I always think of it as oh that's just a little thing on the side of my family photography is doing these headshots but people have been asking me and I've been ha helping them with their um their posting strategies and just what to do with those headshots whether they have a website I really don't do any website you know putting things together like that on a website but just asking them the key questions like what are your branding colors so that whatever it is the headshots that we take will match your website and your branding colors and things like that so I'm getting into it a little bit more and I'm like huh how come I haven't thought of these things so that I can help people even more help these clients even more with their headshot photography and making it into just a full-out branding session and I'm really liking it because I have seen the clients that I've taken their headshots with and I've helped them like oh they're asking like how do you do a reel and you know a lot of them aren't tech savvy because they're business owners and they're they're focused on their business so I had one client that you know she just really blew up with her brand awareness because we went through a few things on social media and now she's posting all her headshots I love to see my clients use their headshot photos and use their photos that we've taken together for their business it just really really warms my heart and I don't need them to give me a shout out like I would a family photographer or a family uh, photograph when people post because I don't know it's because it's their brand and you know it just kind of makes a little bit of difference so anyway I, I just am really loving this um, branding uh, photography that I'm doing right now so that was my next thing um, after you go ahead and niche down for that one year di diversify your offerings it's not like you have to do everything but that's if you want to if you're enjoying niching down and just want to grow with that that's good but considering offering a variety of photography services can cater to so many different client needs and yeah I know that they say don't do that but it's up to you you could try it and see if you like it if you don't just go ahead and niche down but I'm loving it so I just wanted to share that anyway and people you I mean you've seen that I will do weddings I don't I don't I'm not a wedding photographer whatsoever and I tell people that I did weddings before it's not my thing that I like I'm older now and my knees ain't as good as they used to be I'm just telling you and I'm not one to be standing eight ten hours <laughs> for a wedding anymore so I tell people if you are ha need me for a shorter time I'm good and I may just say no I really really have to love you and like you to do your wedding really so number six 
develop a strong online presence. Um, you might have heard me say it in another podcast when someone asked me, "Do you, Kim, do you, are you still doing photography? I felt like I've almost died on the inside when somebody asked me that. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, yes, I am. And I'm looking for clients. I just haven't been posting lately because I didn't have any, any clients to post. And wrong answer. That is not, <laughs> that was so wrong. And I had to think about it to myself. Like, why would somebody ask me that? I've never took it, taken my website down. I've never taken my Instagram or my Facebook page down. So why would they ask me that? Because I haven't been posting. That's why. So develop a strong online presence. Now, I know I've said before, the way I try to go ahead and post a lot, my strategy was posting the national days of the year. Look at that and try to see what corresponds with my business that I could post because I have all these pictures of um, clients and all these other photo shoots that always has something to do with what the national day of the year is. And I can always incorporate that. Yes, that's great, but that's not a perfect online strategy to develop my online presence. So I'm taking a course. You know how I feel about courses. I love courses because it helps me not have to find all the answers myself. And it cuts my time in half on finding the answers because yes, I eventually find it. But YouTube University and Google is not always going to tell you all the free stuff. I'd rather pay somebody to tell me what it is that I need to do. So I'm taking a um, course right now, an online course about my online strategy. And what I thought I was doing was pretty good. It was getting me bookings. It was getting me um, in people's heads like, okay, if I need a photographer, oh yeah, Kim still does photography. I just saw that she posted something the other day. So I know she still does photography, which is great, but I'm learning an online strategy, which I will share if it works. Of course, if it works, I will share. It does make you very vulnerable. I do have to be on camera, which I don't like that, <laughs> which is so weird because as a photographer, you would think I'd love to be on camera, but that is not what I always like to do. I don't mind taking pictures, but it's more about being on video. I am learning that, yes, posting on your stories is great, but the only people that see your stories are people that already follow you. Reels is what you want to make on a weekly basis. Reels are what you want to make on a weekly basis because reels go out to non-followers and followers but non-followers see that. And when non-followers see that, that's when they, um, you know, pretty much find you. And then they check out your page, see if they want to follow you. But people, but posting on your stories, you will only get people on your stories that already follow you. People will see your stories that already follow you. Reels will come up on the Explorer page and other people can find you and they'll come up on other people's feed. Um, and that's how other people will find you. So remember that that's a very good strategy to know so it will make you make more reels. And even with your reels, you don't always have to be on the camera. It could be back behind the scenes reels, all types of other types of reels. But developing your online presence is definitely a strategy. And I'm learning it. And you know, whatever I learn, I will share with you. So, excuse me, creating a strong online presence includes creating a professional website. I do think that having a website will increase your brand, will increase your bookings, things like that, because people... When they go ahead and go to your Instagram page, go to your Facebook page, and they see, oh, okay, she takes great pictures. Let me go to whatever link she has in the bio. And they want to see a website because they want to see that you're legit. They want to see that um, you have a portfolio, that you have more than just your Instagram and, and um, Facebook page. And your website doesn't have to be extravagant. It could just be a simple landing page, which you can do that with a mailing email service because you want to go ahead and have an email list eventually at some point and even having a landing page on a free I use um, MailerLite on a free 
email server, I guess it's called. I use Merlot Light and it's been free so far because I have under 500 or is it under a thousand email subscribers and it's free. So and Merlot Light is pretty easy to use. There is Flowdesk, which is beautiful. I believe that's $20 a month. And yeah, and I do have a code for that that I could put in, but I don't even use it anymore. So, but the code is still legit, but I don't even use it. All right. Number seven, stay organized and efficient. Use your tools and systems to streamline your workflow so that whether it's a um, CRM, a client relationship management or post processing or delivery streamline, you need something to streamline everything. So everybody has the same exceptional client experience. You want all your communications to be the same for every client. So like I said, I use Irisworks and I have the link in the show notes to Iris, Irisworks and it is phenomenal. It is amazing. I love it. I use Shootproof, which actually links up with Irisworks. So when I, does it link up with Irisworks? Yes, it does. So when someone books with me, they go ahead and start my gallery and gives it a name and everything on shoot proof it's amazing so i love it and it makes me stay organized because everything just flows it goes ahead and takes their email and puts it over there so it knows who the contact person is so i can email them once i download my images and it goes right to it and actually lightroom has a link to go to shoot proof to go ahead and download it straight from there. I don't use it because I don't mind saving them and then go ahead and downloading them. But it's very awesome to have everything streamlined and on Iris works. It actually, I actually am going to, I mean, I'm not going to tell you guys yet, but yeah, with Iris works, it's gonna, I mean, everything just flows all my communication, everything. So it's very, very cool. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. So I will have something out for you guys, uh, some type of course or template or something like that, that you can have my whole streamlined service so that you can go ahead and have everything flow for you as well. It's going to be amazing. It's not done yet, but it, it will be something coming out and I'll make sure I let you know. I'll keep you posted for sure, for sure. All right. Nine, seek feedback and learn from your mistakes. Now, I've already said before, go ahead and seek those testimonies. What I do is I will, whatever package that my client receives, I, when I give them their sneak peeks right after, within 48 hours of our photo shoot, I go ahead and ask them, hey, if you go ahead and go to my Google link, this is my Google link, if you go ahead and leave a Google review for me before I get you the rest of their gallery delivered to you, then you get five extra downloads into your gallery for free. Okay, who's not going to want to write a review right then? They've seen the sneak peeks. They've experienced my client experience. So they're going to leave and they want those five downloads, those extra five downloads, because my packages include either 15 or 40 images that are free for them to download and do whatever they want with. So I go ahead and seek that feedback, ask for that feedback and they give it. And it's amazing because you want to learn from your mistakes. I've never had anybody say, well, I didn't like when Kim did that. So you never hear the mistakes from there. But every once in a while, I will ask my clients, do you mind filling out this questionnaire? And it's a quick questionnaire. And I ask them like, well, how did you feel after or before your photo shoot with me? Did I communicate with you? Well, did I? That's where you'll learn from your mistakes. And a lot of my clients actually told me that they were so anxious before the photo shoot. And it's funny because I have a best friend that I did photo shoot for back home in, in Michigan. And she told me that she just really felt anxious. And I'm her best friend. 
out of all people, she shouldn't feel anxious with me. And I just could not understand why. And she's like, just because being in front of the camera. So I'm still trying to figure out the communication or whatever I have to do to make sure that my clients feel at ease and they're not anxious because I keep hearing that. And it's because people are, and I asked why, and they say, because they feel anxious on how they're going to look in the camera. So how I try to tackle that is while I'm shooting, I try to let them see, oh my gosh, you know, after I take a photo, oh, this is great. You look so good. And I show them a couple photos just so they'll feel comfortable that to know that they look gorgeous. They know that they look very good in their photos and that kind of calms them down some. That's what I've been, that's what I'm hoping happens. That's what I'm hoping is happening after I show them a few shots and they see how good they look and they're like, oh my gosh, I look so good. And I'm like, and this is before editing. When I edit, I'm enhancing the colors and all that type of stuff. So that's um, the feedback that you want. And even learning from the mistakes. Sometimes you will hear, you know, you didn't like that. I've never gotten that as of yet. You can never say never, but I have learned that some people, when they even when they get their full edits, they don't like how their arms looked and how they're so I'm trying to think of a way on how not to embarrass or assume that somebody doesn't like their arms if their arms are out and they should be covered I don't know I don't know if you guys know the answer to that please let me know um but learn from our mistakes learn from our mistakes definitely and mistakes are good I have posted some things where I'm like oh my gosh I feel so cringy and you know maybe nobody commented or liked this learning from my mistakes okay don't go that route anymore and looking back at the posts that I've made in the past and see which ones got the most likes which ones got me maybe some bookings and go with that I will definitely go with that but definitely seek feedback from your clients and your peers to identify areas of improvement you can ask other photographers questions on how they do things and just see how it goes and embrace that mindset and all. All right, number 10, maintain a healthy work-life balance. Now, I will say, last week I did not have a healthy work-life balance because I was all down and out because I had no bookings that week. I had no bookings on the weekend. I should have been happy and enjoyed my my life, my family. I did still, but I think I'm supposed to be busy, 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 and I should be kind of chilling out and enjoying that time um next is a bonus i only had 10 tips but the bonus is to read the word every day to stay grounded and with that being said i have to share this scripture i thought that i copied and pasted it but i guess i didn't so i want to share the scripture because it came up in my notes that i had from a while ago which is bizarre that it came up in my devotional today as well and it is from philippians 2 5 this is the niv version in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as jesus christ as christ jesus let me say it again in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as christ jesus meaning be selfless be humble love one another love each other and just be loving just care care for one another that's how i i interpret that so in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as christ jesus so treat others as what would jesus do i guess we can just say what would jesus do okay so let's recap on these wonderful tips to stay successful in your photography business Number one, continuously improve and work on your craft. Two, 
develop your unique style, and be creative and try other things. Three, provide exceptional client experience. Four, build and nurture relationships with your clients and fellow photographers as well as industry professionals. Five, diversify your offerings. Of course, after you stick in your niche for a year, go ahead and diversify your offerings. Six, develop a strong online presence. Seven, stay organized and efficient. Eight, uh uh-oh, I don't even think I talked about eight, did I? All right, let's talk about eight real fast. Monitor and adapt to market trends. That's not even as important as everything else, but monitor and adapt to market trends, meaning keep an eye on industry trends, trends and market demands. If you have a, let me see, I won't even say Father's Day session. That's not nice. But if you, I had tried to market Easter minis for a long time, two years straight, I tried to market Easter minis. And for some reason, for me, I, it never booked. Uh, I always got crickets with that and no one even asked. So keep an eye out on trends and market dema- demands because the market and demands will tell you if that is a good session to have. I should have asked people like, is an Easter session something you guys want to do? Because I went ahead and bought all these Easter and spring and April type things and uh, props and backdrops and no one booked. So um, that was number eight. I guess I went on to number nine by accident, which was seek feedback and learn from your mistakes. Ten, maintain a healthy work-life balance. And the bonus, of course, is read the word every day to stay grounded. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, please go ahead and follow me on Apple iTunes and and leave a rating and review. I'd love that so much. I do go ahead and post your reviews when you have them. I'll post them to my social media um, and just thank you. Love you guys all. And I will talk to you and see, not see you, but I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of Wipe Your Lens. I hope you found it insightful and inspiring. Remember, as a working mom with a passion for photography, you have the power to capture incredible moments and build a purposeful business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay tuned on future episodes filled with even more valuable content. If you enjoyed this episode, I truly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share the podcast with other moms who aspire to turn their love for photography into a rewarding career. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, wiping your lens, and capturing the world through your unique perspective. You got this, sis.